Welcome to the Victory of the Lamb podcast. We are a simple, straightforward Bible teaching church located in Katy, Texas. If you're in the area, we'd love for you to stop by anytime. Otherwise, we hope you use this podcast to grow in your faith and be confident in sharing that faith with many. You can find us online at VOTL.org. We hope you enjoy this message. God bless your week. Surely I am with you always until the end of the age. Jesus has given his church scripture alone. That's our purpose, to embrace it, to share it. When you think about scripture alone, you can't help but dig into it not very long at all, and you realize how unique of a book it is. The Bible makes no doubt that it is not a book of human invention. It is not a book that one has the right to pick and choose what they like or what they don't like, what they think is probably true, but then what isn't as true. What might be true for today, but next week come back and talk to me, it probably won't be the same way then. The Bible is very clear that this is not a book of human invention about God. It is a book of divine truth about humans. And all of it is inerrant, no errors. The Bible is the flawless word of God, and there is our source of authority. It's not what God says in the Bible plus what the pastor says, if it's different. It's not what God says in the Bible plus what you feel today, if it's different. It's not what God says in the Bible plus what you always thought because your mom and dad told you that when you were little. We trust in Scripture alone, and that's the way the Scriptures lay out the authority. Jesus himself started by saying, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Now think about that. Most of his 33 years on earth I wouldn't have blamed you for not being so sure about whether Jesus had all authority or not. Because he looked like a mere mortal and one in poverty at that. He didn't have gold or anything that would be attractive to human beings who want a better life on earth as far as earthly standards are concerned. Jesus was betrayed by one of his own. He suffered and was abandoned, rejected, despised, belittled by the very people he came to save. Did his disciples hang on his every word and catch on to it the first time? Or did Jesus have to endure persistent, patient teaching again and again and again because they they didn't catch on the first time and they should have known better than what they knew? It sure seemed like Jesus did not have all authority during his 33 years on earth. But that wasn't because he didn't have all authority. It's because he had it, but chose to set it aside willingly for a time in order to suffer and die for the sins of the world. But Jesus isn't still on earth setting aside his authority as one who still needs to suffer and die for the sins of the world. 
Because after his time on earth was over, what next? He rose from the dead. He, after saying these words, was about to ascend into heaven. He, as we speak, has that crown on his head I talked about in the children's message. He's on the throne of heaven with angels, countless angels surrounding him. One day he will come back to judge all people, including you. And those angels will fill the sky. For all believers in him, Jesus will command those angels to take you out of this veil of tears called life on earth to your heavenly home where you will be with him, the King of Kings, the one with all authority forever. Speaking of angels, did you know that every single day Jesus commands them to do whatever he wants? That's a lot of authority, I would say. And he commands them to do whatever he wants to serve us. Jesus commands the angels to serve believers in ways you never would guess. He has so much authority in heaven and on earth. The very mention of his name sends Satan and demons scurrying away. They can't handle being around it. And they know they've met their match in Christ. What's more, Jesus uses everything that happens in the world, even terrible things, tragedies, things that are so complicated and awful. Jesus uses those things in ways we never could guess to bring his gospel and his message of Scripture alone to more and more people. Wouldn't you agree that someone who has a pretty peaceful, wonderful, wealthy life on earth isn't necessarily interested in hearing about Jesus and his forgiveness of sins and home in heaven? As compared to someone who has an awful life on earth, where it's rocky and unsettling everywhere they turn, that person often is more ready to hear about their home in heaven and forgiveness of sins, the peace only Jesus can bring. He uses all things in the world as the one with all authority to get his scriptures out to as many as possible. All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me, our Savior proclaims. And he is not shy about doing it. Therefore, what do we do? Like kids at the swimming pool, dressed in the swimsuit, ready to fly, Jesus says, you go and gather disciples from all nations by baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, and by teaching them to keep Scripture alone. Jesus ascended into heaven not to get rid of us, not to abandon us and make us deal with life on our own without Him. He didn't ascend into heaven because He's had it up to here with life on earth and He just can't take it anymore so He's going to go to heaven and He doesn't have to deal with it again. No! Jesus ascended to heaven to encourage you and bolster you and me that He has all authority and He commissions you to do His work in this world that is falling apart more and more each day that goes by. The tools that He gives us to gather disciples, to grow His kingdom, are not weapons you would usually think about. Jesus does not give us a gun to point to someone's head or a knife to hold to their throat and say, you better become a Christian now. No. He doesn't offer a bonus 
of a few thousand dollars like companies offer employees that are new sometimes. Jesus doesn't give you money to bribe people to become a part of his kingdom. And he doesn't even promise that once someone becomes a Christian, their life is going to be far better on earth than it's ever been before. You want to make sure you don't have a terminal illness? Become a Christian. You want to make sure that you always get promoted? Become a Christian. You want to make sure that your life is like a victory parade, one thing after the next? Become a Christian. No, that's, that's actually gulp. The opposite of what Jesus says. He tells us, in this world you're going to have trouble more and more often when you are a Christian because you're persecuted for believing in me. And yet, in me, our Savior with all authority says, you will have peace. Peace that money can't buy. Peace that a weapon can't overpower. Peace that the things of this world will not shake up. Peace that lasts forever and ever because the one with all authority who rules forever and ever promises that he's never going to leave you off to the side to deal with anything on your own. To offer peace like that, Jesus says, here, with your marching orders to go gather disciples, I give you baptism. Go baptize all nations. Assure them their sins are forgiven through that. To gather disciples, I give you my holy scriptures written by me personally. What's on my mind about you? Here they are. Embrace them and share them. I give you holy communion, a sacrament to assure you that your sins are forgiven by me forever and nothing can get between me and you. Those are the tools Jesus gives us to do his most important work on earth. And he assures us he has all authority anywhere it could be found as he sends us out. And as if all of that weren't enough, he gives one last powerful announcement. Surely I am with you always until the end of the age. Even Queen Elizabeth's rule, 70 years, came to an end. Flowers, grass, every single year, they blossom and then they die. Trophies are really exciting and then they wear off and it's not so exciting. Philosophies come and go. Do people still think the same things as they did 50 years ago about what's really good and important and the best? Or 100 years ago, or 500 years ago, or 1,000 years ago? Of course not. Philosophies die off. The way people think changes and isn't as big a deal anymore as it used to be. Even our own bodies decay. Every single day that passes is one day closer to the day that you and I breathe our last. It's true of every single person on earth. And yet, Jesus does not abandon us to deal with it alone. Surely I am with you always, the King of Kings with all authority announces to the end of the age. When you wake up in the morning and you go to bed at night and everything in between, even if you aren't sure exactly what to do that day, Jesus is with you always to the end of the age. 
When something in your day goes as expected, or something in your day is a terrible surprise, or a great surprise, Jesus is with you through it. When you open His Holy Scriptures, there, Jesus is with you always to the end of the age. When you bow your head in prayer, He listens to every word you say and He is with you always, answering your prayers to the end of the age. When you work up the courage to invite someone to church or a Bible study, or just tell, tell them Jesus loves you, or just to say, would you like to talk more? I'm listening whenever you're ready. Jesus is with you always to the end of the age as you do that. And He's the King of kings with all authority. There's nothing that can ever change these eternal truths. Heaven and earth will pass away. Every little piece of it. But His words, the words of God, the one with all authority, will never pass away. And so that's what we think about as we go about our lives. That's what we think about as we gather together in worship to encourage each other in what will never pass away. That's what we think about as we pray for and ask God to help us reach out to someone who needs to get to, get to know Jesus, the King of Kings, better before Judgment Day comes. That's what we think about as we have ministry expansion plans to teach all nations and have another building and get more people on the campus in order to share with them what we have found. That there is only one who has authority in heaven on earth and there is only one who lasts until the end of the age and there is only one who has commanded us. Not a suggestion, not if we feel like it, but commanded us to go and gather disciples by baptizing and teaching all nations. So flush your greed. Destroy your pride. Rip out apathy, uncertainty, question marks that would cause you to not be sure what Jesus wants you to do, to not be all that certain about what you're doing here right now. Instead, listen to your Savior's announcement first of all that in the Holy Scriptures from heaven, He tells you your sins are forgiven for eternity and nothing will ever change His announcement. Then, listen to His proclamation that He is with you always to the very end of the age. Nothing will ever change that announcement either. Go and embrace the Holy Scriptures He has given you. Then, share them with someone else. Amen. We know your time is precious. Thank you so much for investing some of your time with us today. If you're enjoying this podcast, would you be so kind as to click to follow our show and give us a five-star rating? That's a quick and easy way to help us get the message of truth out to more people. Thank you so much. God bless your day in Christ.